Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number 11 with Gabrielle. Gabrielle is an international wellness practitioner. Born in Europe and raised in the States, Gabrielle specializes in the healing power of sound frequency and vibration. She leads soundbath experiences in LA and around the world. Gabrielle also works one-on-one with clients to activate their inner healer, helping them feel empowered to free themselves from thoughts and fears that no longer serve them. Together, she co-creates meaningful transformations in her clients' lives. She's also a co-founder founder of Saluna Rise, an inclusive wellness center and meditation temple. Experience healing, community, art on more than 10 acres of land in Joshua Trees, California. Opening in 2021, Saluna Rise will host sound bars, spiritual gatherings, wellness retreats, and private events. You can reach Gabrielle via Instagram on at G-A-B-F-E-S-D or go to www.gabriellewoodson.com and also check out www.salunarise.com for the upcoming events. You can also find these details in the description of the podcast. In this episode, we discuss the power of sound healing, how to heal ourselves from internally and how to live an authentic life. Here's my interview with Gabrielle. Thank you for doing this with me, Gabrielle. So welcome to the show. I normally just start off with asking by who you are, where you grew up, and just a little bit of your personal history. So thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. Um, my name is Gabrielle, and I was actually born in Europe. My mom was in the military, so we lived abroad. I was born in England, and we lived in Germany and Italy before relocating to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would say where I grew up, grew up is mostly Dallas, um, good old okay. Texas. Yeah. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of traveling and moving around since then. Um, went to college uh, in New England and lived in Washington, D.C. before moving to Los Angeles. So had a had a pretty interesting living experience as far as cities and new places goes. Mm-hmm. And so you are the you are a co-founder of Saluna Rice Community. So can you give me insights on what is this about and how did you, how did it come about and what's the vision behind it? Yeah. So two years ago, I was seeking sort of investment opportunities. Um, and mm-hmm. so when I was thinking about how I was going to invest, I had friends who were buying houses or condos or that sort of thing. That wasn't something that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a conversation with my grandfather who mentioned buying land. Mm-hmm. And he told us some story about how he bought land in Canada and that, you know, really got the, the ball rolling and the wheel spinning in my mm-hmm. mind. And, and, in terms of land being an option, right? I had never mm-hmm. even really considered just buying like raw land. Um, mm. But as soon as he said that, I knew exactly where I would buy it. And that would wow. be Joshua Tree, California. Because Joshua Tree is a very special desert place. Um, something about it is very unchanged. People go out there for healing, to mm-hmm. tap into spiritual things, to disconnect from the city. Some place that I personally had gone um, and really loved the desert art the isolation, all these sort of things. So I immediately knew where I wanted to purchase land. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to buy 10 acres out there. Wow, that, that's, uh, that's massive land. Like 10 acres <laughs> is like massive. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's so funny. When, when you first started, and I think about acres, like what does that actually equate to? Um, but 10 acres is a good chunk of land. So that, was, that was how it first started. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure initially 
what to do with it at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And then after that happened, since then I got into sound meditation, sound healing, my sister and I both have and sort of have gone on that journey. Um, and then once we decided that we wanted to build a physical location and a physical place for people to go to receive sound healing and meditation mm-hmm. and to connect from the city and be somewhere, you know, more isolated where there could be collective healing, um, especially for people of color, we yeah. decided um, that Joshua Tree was that place. And then this past spring, actually, we acquired the land that was adjacent to it. So now I think we're at like 18 to 20 acres. So well, we're done with the acres yeah. there. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and what are the upcoming events for Saluna Rice? Like what's on the plate? So in two weeks, we have a rooftop sunset sound bath that we're hosting in Venice Beach, California, mm-hmm. which we're really excited about. Um, obviously, the pandemic has shifted the way people mm-hmm. gather. And that's right. Yeah. Right. So being able to do this in a space that's outdoor, that's overlooking the ocean with mountains in the background and the, you know, the, the coastline. Um, so we're excited about that. And then We have several retreats coming up in 2021 where we're partnering with different um, healing modalities, everything from yoga to Reiki um, to cannabis-focused ones. So, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking about how we integrate sound and different healing modalities. Yeah. So what is the sound, like, can you explain to me what sound healing is and what are the benefits of sound healing? Yeah, so sound meditation is one of the oldest forms of healing, and it has been used by nearly every culture for thousands and thousands of years. So sound baths, you know, it's interesting when people say, okay, so have you ever, am I going to get wet in a sound bath? Like, what mm. happens in a sound bath? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's a little misleading sometimes, right? Um, so you're not going to get wet, but sound bath, the idea is that you're bathing in vibrations and waves from instruments. So it's okay. an acoustically journey to relax the body, it calms the mind, clears the subconscious, and activates the body's um, natural healing system. So the benefits, they, they really range. And I think the amazing thing about sound is everyone's experience and reaction to it is very different. You know, I've had people say they've levitated or people wow. have been in a trance, or I've had people say they felt presence of deceased loved ones um, or you know you're able just to tap in to a very deep state of meditation so much wow. faster than you would meditating on your own without sound instruments wow because we are all energy beings so sound is also a vibration and that's how we tap into a different dimension through sound I guess right you know I think if you think about music in general and when your favorite song comes on how mm-hmm. happy or the endorphins that go through your body that flow through your body right yeah. And you think about sitting down in a place where you're able to feel those vibrations. Um, and I think that just the different tuning of the instruments and, you know, we use quartz whistle singing bowls and symphonic gongs. Mm-hmm. One of those things that you really, really have to experience for yourself um, because, yeah. you know, every experience can be different as well. Amazing. How can we free ourselves from thoughts and fears that no longer serve as via sound healing? So in sound meditation, you have an opportunity to... Well, let me rewind. We all think that we can just stop ourselves from thinking. And that's not the case, right? That's Mm -hmm. not how the brain works. We have a lot of thoughts. That's just what our brain does. It makes connections, fires off different related, unrelated things, goes on a tangent. So it's not about not thinking. It's about quieting the mind so that you're able to get to a place where that's not what's at the forefront of your mind. It's not those thoughts. So you're you're someplace Mm. completely different with the sound. Um, You're in a meditative state where you're not necessarily thinking at all. You're just feeling your body either feels, you know, heightened clarity and focus or you feel total relaxation. 
or your third eye might open during a sound bath. And so oh, the idea is that yeah. you're just, yeah, you're, the idea is that you're just releasing, right? Like we have this need to control all the time. Let me control what I'm thinking here. Let me control how this person sees me. Let me mm-hmm. control what I'm doing. And in sound meditation, it's about releasing that control and just giving yourself permission and your body to feel however it wants to feel. Wow. So will you guide, guide whoever that you're treating through meditation as well? Right. So each sound bath begins with a guided meditation and we set an intention at the beginning of the session. So as we're playing the sound bowls, we're sort of talking you into this more meditative, peaceful state um, Mm -hmm. to help you relax, help you envision things like a fire inside your belly, you know, to, to tap into different chakras or envisioning yourself flying. And so we help you get to that place, that meditative place um, Mm -hmm. before we start playing with the sound bowls and the gong and then, at the end of the sound bath, we'll usually conclude with some sort of affirmation to subconsciously uh, reinforce whatever intention we set forth for the practice for that day. Wow, that's beautiful. And um, you have partnered up with Girl Boss to host a self-care session, uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. Um, how, did, yeah. how did that come about and what are the steps you, um, you took to win a partnership? So when we were initially launching Saluna Rise and thinking about getting the name out and, and letting people know what we were doing and that we were creating and building this inclusive wellness center um, and meditation temple in Joshua Tree, we thought about brands and people and audiences that we genuinely resonated with. You know, mm. I, I read Sophia's book back in the day mm-hmm. about girl boss. And that is something, I know. you know, yeah. story, right? And every time I hear that Sophia Ambrosos, and I was like, oh, that is a big deal. Right, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm the so biggest her- fan. Like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I was too. And, and, and reading that book, I'm, you know, several years ago, I read that book and, and it's just funny. You know, the, the idea, they tell you too, sometimes when you make passwords for logging into things, like what are those maybe intention that you're setting? So mm-hmm. maybe my password is abundance or maybe my password is this. I remember several years ago after reading the Girl Boss book, one variation of my like passwords was Girl Boss. Wow. And so it really is amazing to see, you know, like subconsciously, like you're putting that out there, right? You're typing your passwords in all the time. So what is that implanting That's in your mind? Right. What season is planning? Yeah, so that's like you're sending the vibrations out to the universe and like some sort of subliminal messaging or some kind. You just keep sending that out to the universe and you keep implementing that in your subconscious mind and somehow you draw that experience into your life. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah, so that, I mean, I think that as a foundation was definitely a big part of it. Um, but then these particular steps to do the self-care takeover, uh, mm-hmm. reached out to Girl Boss. We recorded a video explaining who we were, what we were doing, what mm-hmm. we were building, and why it was important to the Girl Boss community. Um, and then the partnership sort of blossomed from there. They said they loved the work that we were doing. They would love to have us partner with them for an Instagram self-care takeover. And then, you know, thinking about opportunities for future retreats and, and all those sort of like Beautiful. options and openings there. Yeah. That is amazing. It's all those doors opening up for you. Well done. Thank you. And um, what do you do for self-care and self-love? And how can we integrate those into daily routines and make it a habit? I think for me, self-care involves different things depending on what I need at that time. I think something that I always 
and mindful to do is have quiet separation time from people. Mm, that's <laughs> you know, right. I think yeah. when, I'm a, when I'm around a lot of people, a lot of times um, can have enriching, fruitful conversations with very conscious people mm. and come away with great mm. things. But for me, I need time to like sit in silence and just think about things and be in a mm -hmm. space to, to actively think, you know? And I think, yeah. yeah, we're always thinking we have all these thoughts, but when have we taken time out to say, okay, I want to think creatively about ways that I can partner with big companies in order to bring sound meditation to more people. So let me give myself four hours. Let me write mm -hmm. down some notes and let me just sit and think. So for myself and my creative process, that's a big part for me. Um, other than that, I think working out and just being conscious about how you spend your energy and, and the conversations and people that you spend that time doing with. So I know as I've gotten older, I've been very conscious about who's in my circle mm -hmm. or about what energy I'm allowing around me, you know? Yeah, there's, there's people who talk about people all the time, or there's people who talk about trivial things, or there's people who talk about Schumann's resonance or quantum mm -hmm. physics or yeah. duality or those sort of things. And those are the conversations and the people that I'm very intentional about spending time with um, so that I can like elevate the things that I'm thinking about and things that I've considered, right? Yeah, you want to surround yourself with people who are vibrating the same level as you. And so that way you, you know, everyone combined together and you can all vibrate higher. Exactly. And the, the idea of like a collective meditation, mm. you think about when we're all putting those sort of thoughts and energy into the world, like what would happen if millions of people all around the world decided to meditate at the same time like how would that shift Ooh, that's, big and that's small powerful. things in the universe right yeah that is the yeah that's powerful i think collective meditation is really is very powerful definitely is we can all be healers we're all healers right and so mm -hmm. i think it is recognizing that we all have the power to self-heal childhood wounds or you know, emotional trauma, things that we've gone through. Um, but we have to, to recognize that we have this power within us to do those things. Mm -hmm. And if you can give me an insight on how do we heal ourselves internally? So for me, I think it is about being a conscious observer of yourself, right? So I am Gabrielle as myself. And then I am also a conscious observer of my thoughts and my reactions and the sort of interactions I have with people. So it's taking a step outside of myself and saying, okay, hmm, I reacted defensively when someone asked me this type of question, like why, why was that my reaction? Like, how can we unpack that? Where's, where's that defensiveness coming from? Or where is that hurt coming from? And just trying to take an objective standpoint and think about the things that have happened in your life, maybe that have happened around you, the things that you saw growing up, how those are impacting what you're doing and behaving now. And so for me, it's, being able to observe that, being able to acknowledge that healing is not a linear process, right? It's not, yeah, oh, it now not a linear path, process. Yeah. It's all over the place, uh, Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, that's right. And um, also, you know, better than others. that's right. Yeah, sometimes it's like there are things or there are people that you meet and you come across and somehow they trigger you. And then you're like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why. Because exactly. there's an healed part of within yourself that you haven't worked on it yet and that's why it's triggering you exactly and i think things that need to be healed in our personal lives will come up over and over again in different forms and different variations and different relationships because that thing still needs to be healed right so it's, mm -hmm. it's showing up in your life in different ways and and i think it's being able to look at triggers as teachers right like you said okay that really set me off and made me really angry but mm. that has nothing to do with that other person 
that has to do with me? Like, why am I so angry about that? And it's yeah. just a step back and being able to observe and, and make those sort of connections. Mm-hmm. And um, share me your spiritual journey with the listeners. My spiritual journey has been pretty, as I said earlier, not linear, right? So I mm-hmm. think even now, even people who are into self-improvement and who would consider themselves healers and spiritual coaches, I think people have to realize that we're not claiming to know it all or to have it all figured out or to have it all together, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're people and we're all just trying to work through it and figure it out as we go. And so I think my introduction into sound meditation in particular um, happened in Los Angeles about five years ago. And I went to a sound healing experience and I had an out of body experience. Wow. And I was, it's interesting. There's things called like um, the music of the spheres. And the idea is that everything in the world is moving and vibrating and planets are orbiting. And so everything's moving, which creates a sound of sorts, right? And so mm-hmm. when all the instruments are playing, everyone's body reacts differently. So in this particular instance, I remember sitting up and I remember my body started to very calmly rock back and forth like this. Wow. And while it was happening, I said to myself, okay, I'm aware that this is happening and I'm mm-hmm. aware that my body is doing this, but I am not consciously doing this. And so that sent me on a whole other path of wow. what is sound, what is happening to yeah. be able to be in something, to be conscious, what is hypnosis, what is the subconscious, like what, you know, all those things. And it started to help me like really encourage me to unpack um, all of that. And since then it has been, you know, just reading, it's been talking, it's been connecting with different um, healing practitioners, whether they practice Reiki or yoga or breath work. Um, I've heard a lot about past life regression recently. And yeah. so there's all these different, you know, things that are connected that different people specialize in. So it's like, how can you absorb as much information as possible mm-hmm. and try to make it make sense for you? Beautiful. How do you live your authentic lifestyle and what do you think is important? I think living authentically is important for your soul. I think what 2020 among all years has taught us is that life is so fleeting, right? We're not guaranteed Mm -hmm. tomorrow. We're not guaranteed our next breath. None of it is guaranteed. So certain things that we place emphasis on or importance on, is it going to matter a year from now? And if it's not, like, why are we stressing about it now? Right? Is it going to matter a week from now? Then why are you really stressing about it now? And so for me, living authentically and doing things that I'm putting something in the world. I want to put something in the world that's going to have a positive impact on others. And buying land in Joshua Tree, I had never done before. didn't know anyone who did. Building a wellness center and meditation temple, I don't personally know anyone who's done that. And mm-hmm. while that would scare most people, for me, it's yeah. so invigorating and so exciting. And that gives me motivation to wake up to know that this is an amazing challenge. And I wouldn't be in this position where I am right now if mm-hmm. I wasn't the one to do this, right? That's right. So it's like having... It's having confidence in wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Say, oh, wow, this dream is really big. It's really overwhelming. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know where to go from here. And then it's taking a step back and realizing you don't have to know Everything. every specific answer, right? You just got to put one foot in front of the other and on day-to-day basis, make those decisions that will amount to something. So you think about building this brick house. It's like, okay, well, you lay a layer of bricks here. The next mm-hmm. day I'll, I'll put some more bricks here. And, and before you know it, you have this beautiful brick house. So mm-hmm. I don't think about the final house yet. I'm just thinking about brick by brick. What am I doing? How am I building to get to me where I need to go at the end? Yeah. So it's like a taking little small steps that matter and staying consistent throughout the way 
It's like sometimes right. we get overwhelmed thinking about, you know, like big goals and big dreams. I'm like, oh, that just too big to for me to do. I don't think I can. Or we don't sometimes trust ourselves, or we don't have that self confidence enough to just take that leap. But then when we focus on just the little steps along the way, and you know, take it step by step, and it'll lead to a bigger thing in life. Exactly. And I think instead of thinking right. How can I do this? Like, who am I to do this? It's, you know, you got to flip the thinking. It's who am I not to do this? Why not me? Why am I not the person to do this? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. What makes anyone else more qualified? Like than me? It's yeah. Not. It's, it's, yeah. It's like you can do this. Literally, any great idea or great business or monumental innovation or invention that has happened is just someone with an idea who decided to follow through. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we wrap this up, I'd like to end it with three questions. So the first one is. Share me, share one truth about you that only you know. A truth about me that only I know. Um, well, so I have, I don't drink milk. Okay. So back in the day, I know this is a little embarrassing, but I used <laughs> to put juice in my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I no longer do that because I realize that that is not good and very bad for acid reflux. Um, and so I no longer eat cereal like that, but I did uh-huh. use to put juice in my cereal. Random. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. What does it mean to you to live a conscious lifestyle? So being a conscious lifestyle means being intentional about the things that you do, the things that you eat, the people you spend your time with, the products that you buy, um, just in general, like being very intentional about it. And, mm. and the idea too is, you know, I like to say, if it's not, if someone asked me to do something and my answer isn't absolutely yes, then it's a no, right? Like mm-hmm, that's a conscious right. lifestyle is not doing things that you may or may not want to do because someone wants to do. It's like, be authentic to you, be intentional. Do you really want to do that? If so, do it and do it really well. If not, don't waste your time. Yeah. And what impact do you want to leave on this world? I want to create a space for people to expand their spirituality, expand mm-hmm. their consciousness, and a place for people to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had several close people that I know transcend this year and pass away, mm-hmm. and some of it has been mental health related, other has been health yeah. related. But you think about us as humans and this human experience, it's hard. Life is hard, right? Mm -hmm. Our brains are very interesting and and slight balances or imbalances can cause us to think or do or be these things that aren't really us. And so I just really want to create a space where people feel safe to go to get this sort of healing um, and can, and you know, just positively impact their world and their life for the better. That is so beautiful. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.